The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. That's right, Serena Bellissimo is back, host of the Reasonable Files podcast, uh, to talk about the fact that Valentine's Day fast approaching. Are you, oh, are you a Valentine's no, Day person? No, we're not big Valentine's Day people. Have you ever been a Valentine's Day person? No, yeah, we no. don't even really acknowledge it. Yeah, no, neither do we. No. Neither do we. The kids so. will bring home cards from school usually. The kids get really upset because they'll go, happy Valentine's Day. And I, I think I need to maybe soften my stance. I'm just like, no, we don't do that here. I'm not giving you a oh, happy wow. Valentine's Day. Well, we don't do that, but we're not bad parents. <laughs> um, so uh, that's our our uh, jumping off point. So what yeah. are we talking about? Romantic movies? No, we're going to talk about some of cinema's greatest love stories. Oh, I see. But they're not necessarily the love stories that you think about when you think about love. Right, okay. so I am going to start with Rocky, and this is a traditional love story between Rocky and Adrian. Are yeah. you a fan of the Rocky yes. franchise? Excellent movies, All aren't they amazing? Rocky Five in particular. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Not sure about Rocky Five, but the other Rockies and Creed. Creed Three is going to be out in cinemas, I think, on the ninth of yes. March, the start of March. It comes out, but the love story between Rocky and Adrian is just absolutely beautiful. The way he loves her, the way she supports him and he her. And then if you haven't seen Rocky, spoiler alert, the way he mourns her afterwards is just heartbreaking. But that's not the story I want to focus on. on. What are you talking about? I want to focus on this one, Rocky and Mick. (gasps) Let's take a listen. My problem. You got a problem, kid. You got a ticker problem. What's the matter? You got nothing left inside, huh? Because you're training like a damn bum, you know that? Bum? A bum! Maybe you're right. Maybe I ain't got it no more. All right. Then don't you waste my time no more. You hear that? Go away. Go back to the docks where you belong. You go back to being a two-bit nothing. But don't you ever come back here again because I'm too old to waste my time trying to train a no-good loser like you. You bum! Wow. That, that doesn't sound like a love story, right? But no. it did end up, that <laughs> was their very first meeting and the connection they had after that. And when it comes to true love, you need someone who maybe not talks to you in that way, but to give you some harsh truths. And that's what Mickey did. Mickey was able to give him harsh truths, was able to pick him up when he was down. And when he died, oh my gosh, I was re-watching that scene this morning and just Rocky, those, oh, those screams of Mickey! Thank you. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you're. Uh, I'm for people who haven't watched them. The people they'll assume characters are just dropping dead left, right, and center <laughs> all around Rocky here. Like, what's Rocky doing? No, there's a lot of fight in this yeah. as well. Um, but I just think that's one of the most beautiful love stories out there. Another one that is a traditional type love story, I'll, I'll say, but you don't expect it to be in the film we find it in. Carl and Ally in Up. Oh, sorry, great, great movie, and oh. yeah. Like the friendship is most of the movie is based on um, Carl and Russell and yeah. their friendship. I love that, but the, that well, Carl and Ellie really—they're only on screen together in a kind of a musical montage. It's at the, the first, start. I think, first maybe four minutes. Is that it? And um, but then I guess their relationship is kind of the context for everything, or his—I suppose his how he reacts to everything is in exactly. the context of his relationship. I together. suppose I've never thought about it this way. That really was the precursor to the Afterlife series. You know, with Ricky Gervais, you could say that was possibly the precursor. He stole the idea. There you go. Ricky Gervais stole the idea from There you go. So I just had to mention them because they are my favourite. Another one that, again, isn't your traditional one, um, 
one of my favorite all-time favorite movies is Dead Pulp Society. I, this was the first time we really saw a different side. You don't like it. So is it a bit saccharine now when you go back and watch it? Well, I haven't watched it in the last couple of years, but I remember. <sighs> do you know what it is? I think this is a film I first watched when I was young. It's a, a film that we got taken out of school to see at the cinema for English class. We came back and we had this exact moment that Mr. Keaton is having with his students. Let's take a listen. Why do I stand up here? Anybody? To feel taller. No. Thank you for playing, Mr. Dalton. I stand upon my desk to remind myself that we must constantly look at things in a different way. See, the world looks very different from up here. You don't believe me? Come see for yourselves. Come on. Come on. Just when you think you know something, you have to look at it in another way. Even though it may seem silly or wrong, you must try I just, I love it. I loved the passion he had for his students, the wanting to teach them to be themselves, to think outside of the box. I had that, I've said this before, I had that moment at school where we were in an English class and I stood on the table and I went, oh my God, the world really does look different from up here because mm. I looked out the window and there were boys outside and we went to an all-girls school. So I was like, <laughs> he was right. You see, my problem with this as well, and as well as being kind of sacker when you go back and, and watch it, uh, is that... Anybody like me who went to school through the 90s then afterwards had these teachers who fancied themselves as Mr. Keatings. Yeah, true. And they weren't. No. They were pale imitations. True. Although we did have a Mr. Keating. It was Mr. Kelso who made us go see this. So I think, and he always inspired me when I was a teacher for two minutes. I wanted to be a teacher like him as well. I was one of those teachers you're talking about. Oh, God. I only lasted two minutes. Anyway, let's move on. Right, move on then. (laughs) Let's stick with Robin Williams and talk about Mrs. Doubtfire. God, now there's a movie that I loved and haven't seen probably in about 15 years. It's so good. We watched it with the kids there maybe a couple of years ago. And we still, still? it's still really good. Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan, uh, Sally Field, Robin Williams. Um, This for me, the love, obviously it was about a divorce. So there's no, there's love lost here. But for me, it was the love he had for his children. I just thought that was just so special, both as Mrs. Doubtfire and as. Was it Danny? What was his name? Oh, I couldn't tell you. I want to say Danny, but I have a feeling it's not. But uh, Daniel, it was Daniel. So as, you know, that relationship for me was just a beautiful relationship, even though it deals with divorce, which yeah. is so okay. anti-Valentine's that, Day. That is, that is a nice rela- relationship to celebrate. Yeah. And a nice movie to watch for families around Valentine's Day. What else? E.T. The relation. Oh, no. No, sorry. You, you, look, you don't act so disappointed. What's? Well, I haven't said anything. But you gave me the face. Uh, well, Do you the, not like E.T.? You know, I haven't seen E.T. since I was about a four-year-old. Okay, maybe you need to watch it back. Because, well, what are your memories from seeing it as a four-year-old? You see, I don't think I really have any. I think my memories are actually just pop culture references. Probably. Since. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. you know, Elliot riding the bicycle <laughs> and the music and M&M's on the ground. And, and E.T. wanting to phone home. Drew Barrymore before she discovered cocaine and all of this sort of stuff, you know. <laughs> Well, look, I think it's a beautiful tale about friendship. Allegedly before she discovered Allegedly, cocaine. yeah. Let's, let's <laughs> do allegedly. Maybe she had. <laughs> yeah. um, I just think it's a beautiful tale about friendship and families as well. I think that's one for all um, the family. Another one, I think especially uh, thanks to um, Parks and Recreation, a lot of people celebrate Galentine's Day. Do you remember Amy Poehler's? Oh, yes, yes. That's very good. <laughs> so I had to that's think... That's a great show, wasn't it, Parks and Rec? An amazing... But see... Okay, that's a show, and you say you hate doing this. 
that's a show that I had to sit through two seasons in order to start enjoying it because the first two seasons are oh, strong. Oh, you didn't like it. The first two seasons I was told just – I mm. thought it was okay. I enjoyed it from the off. I have to say Did now. you really? No, I really did. Okay. Serena, you know my policy. I do know your if you policy. don't enjoy it from the get-go, bin it. Life is too short. Well, see, we gave it the two seasons and then we got the payoff as okay. a result. But the Galentine's Day made me think about some, there's some amazing films out there for about female friendship. We can't not mention Thelma and Louise. That's yes, amazing. Excellent. Um, there's also Bridesmaids, which I think has my all-time. So good. But... It's good in parts. Like, I can't sit there and watch the whole film. Oh, really? I, I think it drags. It needed a bit a tighter editing. But mm. for me, it has – I have – I love toilet humour. And it has the oh, best they take comedy the scene. <laughs> and the, is it laxatives they take? No, they have food poisoning. Oh, is that it? And I just know they – anyway, we all know what happens. <laughs> we can brilliant. picture it. It's it the walking across the street. You know that? She's doing that, it. She's doing uh, it. Oh, oh, God. I'm doing it. Oh, God. <laughs> That's brilliant. Oh. And Melissa McCarthy on the toilet uh, yeah. <laughs> It's just, it's brilliant. But the one that I thought of um, that I haven't watched in a while, and I think I'm going to give it a rewatch. Did you ever watch Beaches with Bette Midler and Barbara Hershey? No, no. Oh, but I, then I'm not a woman in my mid fifties. I would just stop. This is a film. I remember seeing this as a little kid, and maybe this is the first time that I saw death on screen. Mm. And it was. I remember watching it and Did just watch Terminator. No, <laughs> <laughs> we just stop. Would you include that as a greatest love story? Uh, well, see, we are talking about relations. Yeah, I think so. I think I'd I'd class the relationship uh, between. Uh, is it Sa- no? It's not Sarah. What's her name? Sarah Connor. It is, and yeah, John Connor. Yeah, called no, John I, the, between John and the T eight hundred. That's a beautiful relationship. <laughs> Oh, we'll and they learn about humanity and everything. No, I would rather beaches any time. And I'm not to us- destroy yourselves. Anyway, <laughs> go on. I'm not usually a fan of films like Beaches, but it was just such a beautiful film about friendship, the power of female friendship, and it was also showing the reality of friendships as well. You have the ups, the downs, but at the end of the day, friendships that are built on memories as well you end up coming back to them because no one knows you like your childhood friends. All right, Beaches, uh, I mean, that's kind of a long time ago now. Uh, so give me something a bit more uh, um, more contemporary before we wrap things up. I'm going to give you something that people probably wouldn't think of. Right. I'm not a f- Bond fan, but I loved Bond and uh, M's relationship. Oh. Who yeah, were you going to say? Well, I do. I was wondering who you were going to say because there's a long, <laughs> long list of women you could have chosen, you know? No, Bond and M. And when she met her... her what was it called? Her, her maker. De- her demise. Yeah, her demise. It was just, I didn't expect to be as touched as yeah, I was. Yeah, very sad, yeah. It was. And I think their relationship. A bit more poignant than, say, when some of his other daddy answers uh, Exactly. The dust or even the when whatever, if you haven't seen it, whatever happens to him happens. I don't think I was as emotional as mm. when M died. So I think that is a great cinematic love story there. It is. And I am a fan. You're not a huge fan of Bond. I like Bond. No. I think it's easy to throw in it. Dr. No was on at the weekend. And did you watch? Uh, you know, I turned it on. Hard to turn it off. Dr. Very, no is a good one. Very easy to walk away from yeah. it. <laughs> no Goldfinger. All right. Uh, listen, we uh, thank you for that, Serena. And we will talk to you again at the same time next week. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.